Welcome to Inside the Mind with Amy Perez, MS Psychology. In today's episode, we're going to learn about locked-in syndrome and different parts of the brain. I have a master's degree in psychology. Also, I have written many psychological thrillers and psychology books available anywhere you buy or listen to your books. I have a passion for psychology and I keep learning more and more about this interesting subject each and every day. So let's get started. Yesterday, my children were happily playing Legos together in the living room. My husband was playing Overwatch and I was cooking. Also, I was listening to Pandora on my cell phone. I was aware of all of my surroundings, but I wasn't completely zoned in on anything in particular. However, my main focus was on the chicken lemon soup boiling in front of me. All of a sudden, I hear an eruption of fighting coming in from the living room. I didn't hear the argument between my son start, but why? What part of my brain was responsible for drowning out the beginnings of the fight? For this, we will look at the reticular formation. The reticular formation is a collection of cells and fibers in the medulla and pons involved in arousal and attention. The reticular formation is involved in many of our bodily functions, such as posture and breathing. The information of my children arguing over a Lego bombarded my reticular formation and sent signals to the cerebral cortex. This will cause me to break my attention from the soup I am cooking and go see what is going on between my two children. Surely my husband's attention will be broken as well as we rush over to problem solve. For the most part, my children are pretty good at conflict resolution. However, the youngest may get more emotional over toys and games. What part of his brain do you think is responsible for this? The cerebellum is located near the brainstem, which plays a role in cognition and emotion. This brings us to locked-in syndrome. Locked-in syndrome can be caused by damage to the brainstem. This area can also be referred to as the hindbrain. This entire area is responsible for our most basic functions. When someone has locked-in syndrome, they will be paralyzed, barely breathing, and trapped in their own body. In some instances, a person with locked-in syndrome will be able to blink to communicate. Thank you so much for learning about locked-in syndrome and different parts of the brain with me. Feel free to visit me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. You can Google Amy Perez MS Psychology as a quick way to find me. Stay tuned for episode 18, where we will discuss the growth hormone, other hormones, and important neurotransmitters.